This is Radio for Babies. It's actually a podcast, and both doctors and lawyers have advised not playing it for babies. In each episode, Howard spins his mystic wheel of words, which contains all of the known words in the English language, as well as a few in Portuguese. From there, we have a conversation filled with whimsy and tangents. The topics of this conversation are then used to create a series of improvised scenes which we hope will make you smile or laugh or maybe even both at the same time. I'm Dan. I'm Brian. I'm Lauren. And I'm Howard. I'm going to give the old wheel yeah, What's spin. our word? Going to give it a spin, give us a word. Big money, big money. Big money and... Oh boy, spirit. 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 I wasn't into spirit at high school, like the whole like school you know, spirit. Ha- yeah, my my uh school mascot was the we called ourselves the Chargers, so we didn't really have a mascot. I think somebody put like a knight in armor with orange and blue. And uh and so people would like come in painted with their faces like half orange, half blue, and I just didn't care. It yeah, just, you know, I was like, I was, I'm Biden time. I just want to get out of here. I had more spirit, school spirit in college than I did in high school. Yeah. But you got to choose college. You're kind of just forced to go to the high school. Yeah. It wasn't really a pride thing. Yeah, we. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really. I thought high. I didn't like high school when I was in it. And um, our our mascot was Patriot Pete, and he was like a colonial soldier, I guess. And our colors were red, white, and blue. And, uh, and it, like, our mascot had, like, a musket with a bayonet on it. And so everyone, like, we all kind of laughed about a lot of the irony around my school where, like, you know, it was a tobacco-free, you know, drug-free, tobacco-free campus. But I grew up in a county that's main crop was tobacco. I mean, the tobacco leaf is on the county flag. And my school was literally surrounded by tobacco fields. And then, uh, you know, the gun free thing, like I was in high, like, I, I guess I was in middle school when Columbine happened. But you know, after that, like guns on campus were a huge thing. And people were like, okay, so we're surrounded by tobacco and our mascot has a gun. So <laughs> Yeah, speaking of tobacco, I, I similarly grew up in a tobacco-producing town in South Carolina. We had an annual tobacco festival, like, mm. like you know, you would, you know, it was like a regular festival with arts and crafts, but there was lots of tobacco-oriented things, like you'd, uh, who mm-hmm. could make the longest cigar ash before it fell, and the tobacco uh-huh. spinning contest was a particularly good one. Did you have and, a tobacco queen? Uh, I think we did. I can't remember. It's, it's it's since been modified. I think they even quit calling it the Tobacco Festival now. This was back in the 80s. Um, so was, <laughs> did they pick the queen by who could smoke the most cigarettes? Yeah, who could sp- who had the well, most yellow teeth. And, I, uh, I ask because, so I grew up in Southern Maryland. And again, he, like tobacco was a, crash, a cash crop until probably like the 70s. Um, and 80s and so in Charles County they used to have the tobacco like fair festival and um, they would have a parade and then every year they would have Queen Nicotina. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And I wish that was a joke. (laughs) 
Yeah, my, my high school Spanish teacher was from the town next to us and she would always mock us about it. She, what, you know, she used to have an Agent Orange festival too, you know? <laughs> yeah. What else can we celebrate that kills people? But and we already uh, have Columbus Day. That's right. Well, you know, America. Did uh, anyone have like a normal foreign language teacher? What do you mean In by normal? School? I mean, I, I feel like every foreign, well, every foreign language teacher in my high school, and I feel like some, I feel like this might be a trend, is like a little, a little strange. Oh, yeah, we had, well, in college, definitely my French uh, professor was fairly eccentric. Mm -hmm. And the Spanish professor I didn't know as well. I did end up taking a semester uh, with her, but I didn't know her that well, but she seemed a little different. But what about high school? Yeah, my, my, high, my first Spanish teacher, she was pretty normal, like her husband had a house painting business and I mean she was big into theater and very theatrical uh -huh. but she wasn't like like my later high school Spanish professor had like gone off and lived in the mountains of the, of the Andes and you know yeah. just really I mean cool it was cool but he was definitely you know just went to beat of a different drummer yeah yeah Brian because I have stories but Brian did you have a semi-normal took a couple of years of spanish yeah nothing yeah. no nothing no too it's... outlandish i was just bad at it so i took french and my first french teacher was fine but then she like retired or something or moved and the replacement was a lady who would like they, she taught french and spanish and she would regularly confuse the languages which I guess, I mean, you know, if you speak three languages, like that's understandable, but like she would be teaching us Spanish in French class. And uh, admittedly, the students were terrible. You know, like there were some of us that really wanted to learn the language and then there's other people who were just like, this is a free period. And she got so stressed out that her hair literally turned white and she grew a really long hair out of her chin. <laughs> And, um, and it was like distractingly long, right? Like it would catch the light and it would be like five inches, like dangling. And this would just stay there? Yeah, she never did anything about it. And, um, and I thought she should like put a bead in it or something, like, you know, just <laughs> own it. And because again, no shame to like facial hair on ladies. I'm Sicilian, someday it's going to happen to me. But uh, it was just like distracting. And then sh she quit at Christmas time. And then when we came back from the winter break, we had a new teacher who did just had no skills in teaching at all. But the Spanish teacher who I didn't have would like, I guess the students, the trick they had to get out of working was they would just ask him questions about when he lived in a cave with a donkey. <laughs> And so then he would talk about his time living in a cave and how he used to have a donkey. <laughs> and uh, You're yeah. sure he didn't just pull this from Shrek? This was, <laughs> this was pre Shrek. Oh, yeah, Shrek Scottish pulled it from accent. him. Yeah, yeah. He would call it a donkey if it was that, you know, no, like, Scottish accent. And then I think he used to talk about how he beat the donkey. It, he was, it was just very, and he was also known to. Is that a euphemism for something? Beat the donkey. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope. I really hope not, because he was teaching children. Yeah. Um, the other, but at the same time, 
He was also known for putting his foot up on students' desks, like, and then, like, you know, lean on the knee. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, too high. Like, that's just too high yeah, yeah. to put your crotch in a child's face. So yeah. There was um, always, like, some teacher in high school, like, there, you know, I, I know there were a couple in mine where there was always rumors that they had inappropriate relations with mm-hmm. uh, student. Uh, the uh, the chemistry teacher in my high school, I think, if I remember the rumor right, she had married a student that was her student just a couple of years earlier. Like the student was an adult now, but they met when he was her student yeah. in the high what? school ch- chemistry lab. What was oh. like Mary J. Letourneau was it wasn't well maybe she wasn't that much older I don't remember I don't know how old she was she's probably in her 30s or something mm-hmm. so it wasn't probably a huge huge difference but, but she married uh, a student who while they were a student well they no, met I, while they were students they didn't marry until yeah. afterwards oh. but that's still a little suspect just, to me kept, yeah yeah well, going back to your weird long hair thing I used mm. to have one growing up the middle of my forehead oh fun. I started shaving my it's like just one day it appears like what in the hell you're a unicorn. Yeah, that's what I called it, the unicorn hair. It's a magical hair. Yeah, and I felt like I should save it because it looks weird if, if the light catches it right, but most yeah. people didn't notice. And I felt like, yeah, maybe it's like conducting you know, some, some information that I'm not picking <laughs> up with my other senses. And if I shaved it off, yeah. I might be missing out on something. But uh, and I have that happen it, every once in a while where there's stray hair will just pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I get rid of it right away. I don't. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's just part of the routine now. So you know. Well, I get one. I have like one chest hair <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, and again, because I'm I am Sicilian, and if my grandmother is any indication, I will have facial hair. And uh, but yeah, so I right now I get like one chest hair every now and then, and it doesn't ever get very long, but it's like. If you if I see it, it's like I can't not see it, so I have to pluck it. So bodies are fun. Yeah. Oh, what about bodies of dead people who've seen a ghost? I've seen a ghost. Where'd you see a ghost? Uh, so I grew up in a haunted house. You grew up in a. Yeah. How did you find out it was haunted? Um, so I would see things, mm-hmm. and then. Turned out my mom and sister were also seeing the same things. And uh, I've told this story a number of times, but basically we would, we saw, we all three saw the same three different things. And uh, the most common one was like a, a, a man. And we always thought it was my dad and then we would like look and there would be no one there. And uh, and then we'd also see a little boy who would like run like really quickly, like th- past your like peripheral vision. Um, but like not so far, like if you're watching TV, he would like run out of the bathroom and into like the laundry room, which was like just off to the side of where the TV was. And uh so, and then weird things would happen, like the typical haunted house stuff, like things would move, like you'd put something down, you turn around, you'd be gone. Um, did your sister get sucked into the TV at one point? She <laughs> did. We were able to get her back. Uh, we had to go through the closet. Um, 
but yeah, so anyway, so like, uh, and then, so I, I, and I swear this is a true story. I swear. And I don't, I believe it or not, but this, this is 100% true. So we, we saw all these things and then I used to do archeology. span um, That was why I studied in school. I did that as a, like I did volunteer work. And I became very good friends with the head archaeologist for my hometown. And we would tell ghost stories. I mean, she, she had a whole bunch. I had a whole bunch. And then, so I was telling her about the things we saw and the things that happened. And I said, you know, we think it's three different people. We don't know if it's a family, but there's like a little boy, a girl who might be adolescent, and then this, this man. And she... Uh, not the type of person to lie, you know, for the sake of pulling something like playing a joke on you. And she goes, when she's like, when I first started working down here, when I first moved down here, one of the very first things that I was called to do was the police uh, called me because some bones were discovered in your neighborhood when they were building a house, just like up the street from my house. And um, I was like, get out of here. And she was like, no. She's like, I promise you, it was in your neighborhood. It was right down the street from you. And I looked at them and she's like, and there were three bodies. And, uh, you know, they were not complete skeletons, but there were enough to indicate three unique bodies. One was a young child, one was an adolescent, and one was a man. And the man had a bullet hole in his head. And she, sh and she showed me her report. She sh showed me the sketches she made of the bones. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we can do a show after that story. I know, I know. That's cool. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, but, and I could, yeah. I could tell you all kinds of weird things that have happened, but, you know, for mm -hmm. the sake of time, just believe me that... <laughs> It was a haunted house and it still is. So yeah. my parents still live there. So Brian- We've got spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I love that you're practicing your cheer. I just want to be ready. You know, after last year's big pep rally disaster, I can't have that happen again. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to sneak up on you while you're here and you're in well, the bathroom. Practicing what, did you, the mirror. what did you think? Like, that was that close? I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, your gestures are more animated than your voice reflects. So okay. there's, it sort of doesn't match. You sound like, like you're kind of into it, but then your arms are like flailing with those pom-poms. I mean, you know, I express myself more through dance than anything else. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I gotta say though, I think it's interesting that you went for the cheer squad and not the dance team. Oh, well, the dance team said I wasn't good enough. Oh, so, what? what? That's, that's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. You're a fantastic dancer. I mean, yeah, you taught me everything you know, and you're the best dancer I know, so... Oh, thank you. Well, but you definitely have the gift because you can communicate so much with your movement. Like, I can be moved to tears. I could feel, you know the just ecstasy of like when you're having a very like exciting move like a uh, dance you know um 
you can tell stories. It's truly amazing what you're able to do. There's a story in every spin. You know, I like to say that. Mm -hmm. And a <laughs> tail in every jump. Uh, but mm -hmm. that's what I, you always say. I always say it. Everybody that knows me has heard that so many times. Did you wear your tail when you auditioned for the dance team? Yeah, they said that was probably the main reason I didn't get it. But, but I'm the not way gonna change it moves, myself. That yeah. I don't understand. The way it moves with you mm -hmm. is part of the art. It's an extension of my soul. And they I just, mean it's they don't it's like it. ribbon dancing. They do they dance with ribbons like you dance with an amazing long tail. Yeah, and I mean they have to use their arms to move the ribbons. I have my arms free to do all sorts of other gestures. Right. I mean, like you, you are essentially a figure skater, but not on ice. I mean, the way you spin and your acrobatics and then the way the tail just sort of whips around you while you're doing it. I mean, well, that's crazy. Sure they said that the furry Olympics this year were interested in me headlining the opening ceremony. So I think that'll turn out pretty well. But well, are you, and this is no judgment here. Mm -hmm. Are you a furry or are you just sort of, um, or I'm do you just express of... yourself with a tail? Yeah. Because again, there's no no wrong answer. I mean, I just want to make that clear. I'm kind of bifurious. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I've uh, picked out a movie for movie night this weekend. I uh, just want to get approval for it. Uh, I think we're going to watch mm. uh, a classic. Uh, it's a Steven Spielberg movie. It's Jurassic Park. Is everybody in agreement with that? Jurassic Park. Park? Is that the one? Uh, which one is that? Is that the one? It's the one. The... It's it's like the Disney World knockoff. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's Disney World with dangerous giraffes. Dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yes, Jurassic. yes. It's got dinosaurs. This That's is pre-Shrek. So just to get, you know, I know that you guys okay. don't like anything that happened you in the early well 90s. You might as well call it dinosaurs they're not even real dinosaurs yeah. and, they, yeah, and they're I, robots like yeah. how boring can you get? i mean the yeah the animation is not as good because as we all know yeah. shrek set the standard yeah, yeah we, uh, i know it's just that and, it's it, if soundtrack. it wasn't for jurassic park there wouldn't be a shrek because it set the standard for but now there is a shrek so why go back yeah so why should there be a jurassic park anymore and i just don't know that i can watch a movie that doesn't have a really like kick-ass soundtrack yeah. or mike myers well it's this is pre-austin powers as well yeah pre-austin but That's see so austin, austin powers really set you know, the standard, I think, for other Mike Myers vehicles that came later, like Shrek. It did. Uh, yeah, it, it set the standard for, uh, well, Austin Powers 2. Yeah. Oh, and then, Which set the standard for Austin Powers 3. Right. Uh, which, Love and, Guru, not so much. No, yeah. but Austin Powers 2 set the standard for Shrek 2, and Austin Powers 3 set the that's standard true. for Shrek and it 3. Does, that's right. It does have Mike Myers in it. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like right, Mike so Myers. How about if I go with uh, uh, 
Uh, so I married an axe murderer. That's Mike Myers. That's, that's Free Shrek. That's a good one. And that also did sort of set the standard because uh, Mike Myers played a Scottish man in that. And that's true. So that's true. Ogre that, is Scottish. I just, I don't like movies with Mike Myers with sharp, sharp tools that might kill people. Like there's, what was that? The Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth? One of those. Mike, that that Michael Myers. Yeah, that's oh, that's oh, Halloween. Oh, different, that different, different yeah. Mike Myers. Yeah, oh. yeah. Like the one where he had all the knives on his hands. Yeah, yeah. That was Edward Scissorhands. That's Freddy Krueger, I think, guys. Oh. I don't well, know. In the dreams, Freddy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Freddy in the dreams. Freddy. That's a song by Elton John. Oh no, I that's think... Benny, Benny and the Jets. Sorry. No, sorry, Benny. Benny and the Jets. Yeah, yeah, Benny. Yeah. Guys, I'm not even I'm not even the specialist in movies and I seem to know more I seem there's I don't know where the confusion is coming from. Um, we started talking about Mike Myers. Yeah, but, once you get on okay. Mike Myers, it just goes off on a complete tangent. That's yeah. I mean, and that's true, and believe me, I could talk about Mike Myers all day. Uh but And I'm we just, always forget about Eddie Murphy as the donkey, or just donkey in this case. Yeah. That's true, and that is an unforget. That's probably his best role. Um, I believe so. Yes. Oh, he he did come to America. Yes, that what and that was that pre was pre Shrek. That was pre Shrek. Oh yeah. So we can't really talk about. But that. But there is coming now. to America too, coming out next year. Also, that would be post Shrek. That's when he's coming as the donkey, right? I hope so. I think it's pronounced donkey, if I remember donkey? correctly from Shrek. Yeah. Donkey comes to donkey. America. Yeah. Hmm. But um, we sure do like Mike Myers a lot. Yeah. Why don't we just watch Mike Myers movies tonight instead of Jurassic Park? That's Anchor that's a solution. We own all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I have Wayne's World too. I can bring that. I have Wayne's World. Okay. So. Do you have Bohemian Rhapsody? That was my favorite Mike Myers movie. That was a scene in Wayne's World. It was. But he's also in Bohemian Rhapsody. Is he? I didn't see that one. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, it's kind of ironic because he's famous for Bohemian Rhapsody, but then he was playing, I think, the record producer for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's Rhapsody. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't. I wouldn't call that a Mike Myers vehicle, Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, I mean, I just that was more of a movies with Mike Myers in it. I mean. That'd be part of his catalog. It'd be on IMDb. He'd get credit for it there. It'd yeah. be on a okay. sizzle reel. Okay, well, I think I think why don't we why don't we decide now? Are we going to watch movies that Mike Myers stars in, or are we going to watch any movie that he appears in? Uh, I tell you what, here's the easiest way out of it. Let's watch all the Shrek movies. Okay, all right, yeah. Then we're not pre or post Shrek. We're just Shrek. And that's really the only way to go. So, Dan, I'm sorry I can't help just staring at your left earlobe there, but you seem to have this kind of weird, dangly hair. Yeah, like, I braided it. Is it just right? It's I braided it. A little it. odd. What's going on there, man? It's It's been growing out for the last, like, three days, and it's just yeah. like some mutant hair that just kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. And at first I was thinking, well, let's just pull it. But then I started thinking, well, no, let's see how far this can go. If it can grow an inch in one day, what can it do in three days? And it looks like about four inches. Wow. So we get like over an inch a day on that thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get it even further. Yeah. I've already braided it. So, you know, it's. Yeah. So like if you could make it, 
last a year, it'd be like 30 feet long. That's my hope. That would be awesome. And I it's would... nice and thick. It's like thicker than normal hair. Yeah. 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 It's and it's silver. white. It's yeah. not the color of the rest of your hair. It's odd. It's very strange, but it's, it's, a, it's a conversation piece. It's definitely... Oh, I was also curious if it gives you any sort of superpowers, like helps conduct sound to your ears. Maybe you can hear better. I haven't thought about that. I should try. Should, Maybe I can test. communicate with dolphins. Yeah, let's go find some dolphins. That's a good theory. I, 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 I'm really excited about it. Nothing interesting happens to me. So but, this was something new. Yeah, yeah. Communicating dolphins, that would be awesome. That would be great. Or, or, or uh, otters. Yeah. Maybe you can control their minds. Let me right? try. Let me yeah. try. We're I, not near any otters. Though. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's proximity. Yeah. I know. Like, it was like me for a while. I thought I could control the minds of ducks. Yeah. Well, that one did take the bread from you. Yeah. I mean, that kind of was controlling his mind, right? It's like, yeah. I bet this duck will eat bread, and boom, and there he did. did it. But it turns out they just like bread. You know, that's what, what are otters like. General Major Lawrence, sir, we have a report on the test subjects. They have ingested the bread and the long hair is growing. Okay, this is good news. This is good news. Now, are they aware of the result? Like, are they aware of what's happening to them or is this a completely- Strangely enough, they seem mm -hmm. to know everything, but okay. they've been guessing it. So I don't know if something's been telling them or someone's sharing our secrets, but they know about the otters they know about the ducks. We might have to pull the plug on this. Yeah, so I was worried about this because uh, we thought this might happen, but we were hoping to God it wouldn't. Oh, no. The, uh, the medicine that we were dropping into their food, their, their bread, yeah. um, of course it gives them, you know, hair power, but... Uh, it also might had had the potential to give them guessing power oh. where all of their guesses are really accurate, but they're like not sure when they, when they make the guess, but it's always dead on. So are they guessing and getting it right or are their guesses becoming the truth? No, they're guessing correctly, okay. uh, but with 100% accuracy. Wow. Okay. So this is so, this could be a problem though because um you know we the military has secrets and if they start to try to figure things out they're going to always guess correctly. Oh wow, like they could guess that we're talking about them right now. Yes, so this is um <laughs> that, Sorry. Sir, is that one of the prisoners? Yes, uh, one of the side effects is uh, barking and foaming at the mouth. So I actually need to go take care of this. I'll check in with them. So, you know, I bet, Howard, somebody is probably in an office somewhere, probably thinking that uh, we're figuring out government secrets right now. Yeah, probably with that hair, you probably can pick up all kinds of weird signals it's um, like an antenna yeah I, I that's no doubt that's what it's there for i mean it's like a gift from god and you know like i think it actually has pretty good range so you know when i told that otter to go make a peanut butter sandwich yeah 
Yeah, I bet it did. We just don't aren't near an otter. Yeah, we just, yeah. How can we observe it? So, yeah, that's that's the tricky thing with testing these hypotheses, is that you, you need you know, something there that you we're can just witness. hanging out in the apartment here, where there's no animals that we can see being controlled. Yeah. So, uh, so I think we got to uh, take this a little bit further. I've grown it out a couple more days and uh -huh. it's gotten to like five feet now. Yeah. I've just kind of wrapped it around. Yeah. I mean, that's like I said, by, you know, by the end of the year, we should be getting 30 feet. You probably send signals into outer space by then. I wouldn't be surprised if I could pick up CNN right now. Oh yeah. Okay, Dan. So I want to show you something that we discovered on the dig today. Oh yeah, this um, and is I think amazing. this is this is going to be really exciting. I would love your input. So uh, we've been excavating this cave, and we've discovered that it appears that a man, uh, in we think his mid to late forties, was living alone in this cave at some point with livestock. Okay. And uh, you know we're still we're still excavating. There's a lot more to oh. be found, but. Um, you know, you're the expert in, in cave dwellers here. And uh, I can see from the outlines of the fossils here exactly <clears throat> what was going on. This caveman, yeah. he had a donkey. Okay. We were going to ask, um, because again, we do not have any, uh, you know, Hand zoological. Me my brush. Hand me my brush. I want to see Okay, here you right. go. Here's a brush and a trowel. Okay. Let me uncover this. Yeah, there's it his looks hand. Like there's his hand. Uh, He's got a stick, mm -hmm. and I'm, I can't say for certain. We'll have to like take some photos and take this back to the lab, but it looks like he was beating his donkey. That's what we thought, too, but, you know, we, we're, we're getting sort of our uh, biological anthropologists. They're coming in from France right now, and uh, we wanted to see because, you know, we wanted specialists in, in this type of thing. We, we thought maybe this was some sort of archaic burial ritual but i kind of thought it looked like he died beating the donkey to death yeah yeah unless unless that that stick is actually like some sort of meat product okay then it could be that he was slapping the salami so that could be the case and he just happened to have oh. a donkey nearby i see now now that's interesting um you know, again, I think we're going to have to take this to the lab for further testing just because it would be amazing if a cured meat lasted that long. There might be some DNA in it still. Well, that's what we'll have to find out if there's, if there's any remnants. Um, but yeah, so the other thing that we found over here, now, could you look at these bones? We think it's a sort of, some sort of bird. Yeah, chicken. Okay. Yeah. Now it looks to us like the neck, the 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 cervical There's vertebra a grip the neck. are broken. Yeah. yeah I, I, this this chicken was definitely choked. Okay. This man. I mean, it's really interesting because uh, he's the only human body that we found. So seems like he just did a lot of um, violence against animals. Evidently, he was by himself a lot, so I could see where these would happen. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's kind of understandable, you know, caveman by himself, he just has animals, nothing else to do. Yeah, just abuse them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of sad in a way. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, and then these cave paintings that we found down here, uh, if, you, if you hold the lantern up, um, 
very uh, surprisingly provocative. Provocative, yes. You know, normally we, I mean, the quality is pretty much what we would expect from cave paintings. And of course, they were by no means rudimentary back then. But normally we see hunting scenes and, um, you know, handprints and things like that. This appears to be just a lot of naked women. Yeah, it's definitely naked women. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he was masturbating to this. So uh, today with us, we have Brian. He is our uh, current reigning champion for the tobacco spitting contest. Uh, for our, He's been reigning champion for the past three years here in South Carolina. And we just want to have a little chance to chat with him before he goes up for his first round of spit. Uh, how are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great, Howard. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to show you what I've got this year. Yeah, all right. That's great. So we're curious, you know, um, most everybody here is chewing red, man. You seem to have your own beech nut blend there. Um, and uh, and your dog, I guess, has also helped cheering you on. Uh, that's, that's good to have. He's a always by animal. my side every time I compete. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but tell us about this beech nut blend. Is there something special about that that just gets you the right consistency to, to help you? Yeah, the, it's, it's mostly just beech nuts. You know, I get a couple of uh, sunflower seeds in there. But one thing I definitely do not include is juice. I do not drink any juice before these competitions. You're not do not juicy. believe the rumors. Yeah, that's you, 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 you were reading my mind. That was the next question. It's like we hear sometimes about our, our, our top, top spitters also doing a little juicing. You know? So I wanted and to get out in front of this and just state unequivocally, I do not drink any juice. And if you saw me before, that was just Gatorade. Okay. All right. Because, you know, there's the rules with the juice and the sugar mixing in with the tobacco in your saliva that really, you know, gets you that consistency that uh, it's got some good aerodynamics. And, you know, that was outlawed back in 87 uh, when somebody actually got hit with a wad and put their eye out. So it's really a safety concern more than I, anything. I um, just see it more as government overreach, you know, stepping on our rights to be able to chew and drink what we want with our drugs. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's I agree. I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm right there with you. You know, I want to be able to chew and drink and smoke and snort, do whatever I want to do without anybody. Wherever I want to do it. But, but, but these, you know, this is not a government sanction of that. This is just, some rules that we all kind of agreed to together, you know, so. I don't um, care who's making the rules. The rules are the problem. <laughs> so, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. But but you're, you are following the rules, right? Because, I mean, you know. I'd of, hate course, the, of course, of course I am. Hate that's why I keep winning. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Again, that's the curious thing going on here. That you just seem to always win. I mean, even, even last year when we had 20 mile hour headwinds, you were able to just, fling it out 200 yards. I don't, I don't know what you're doing there, man. It's called skill and power and not a heavy weighted stone. Okay. Not a heavy weighted stone. You heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen. He's not. Again, I just wanted to get out in front of that one. People, you know, they, they're saying a lot of things and I just want to make sure no one listens to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there was that story going around that you were taking cherries making juice out of them and then using the cherry stones in 
with your blend to give you that little extra density, that little little lift. And uh, you, you're saying I mean, that's not what's happening. Certainly not. But you have to admit, if someone were to come up with that, that's pretty genius. Yeah, it is pretty genius. It is definitely, you know, you got to be a really bright person to come up with something like that. And it would, would probably help them win, right? Uh, definitely. I mean, that's what you'd have to do to get the 200 yards. Boy, I sure no one hope no one does that against me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody, I got a uh, movie night uh, pick for this week. Hopefully this will be on everybody's radar. Uh, we're going to go with the classic 1994 hit, uh, Forrest Gump, starring Tom Hanks, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Hmm. Tom Hanks. Oh. Was that pre-Toy Story? It uh, was pre-Toy Story, Story by, I think, a year. Maybe a year and a half. Mm, I mean, Toy Story kind of really set the bar. That is true. For that me. is the quintessential Tom Hanks. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know. How many toys were in Forrest Gump? Hardly I, any. There was a box of chocolates, I remember. That's not a toy. You can't play with chocolates. He had a he had a kid at the end. It was actually Haley Joel Osment, uh, and maybe he had some toys. I just don't remember. He was only in it for a couple of minutes. They what didn't feature prominently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was the anime? I mean, the animation in Forrest Gump isn't that good either. Yeah, that's true. It's it's kind of like off a little bit. Uh, they did put him in some like interesting old footage here and there, so it's some special effects, but no animation. Yeah, but they it took didn't. That guy's legs away. That's true. They did. Yeah, that's, they did. That's impressive. And wasn't there like the feather or the leaf at the end that kind of drifted around? Yeah, the feather. I just didn't buy. I th- I feel like it didn't like look CGI enough. Toy Story's animation just really changed the game for me, and um, really set the bar. I think for Tom Hanks movies. Okay, well, we could go with Saving Private Ryan. That's post Toy Story, although yeah. it's a little bit violent. That does have good action figures. I mean, that's my favorite part of Toy Story. Was like I could buy a lot of things after I saw the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Wait, yeah. what action figure? That was a war movie. Yeah, don't you have like little soldiers? soldiers? Yeah, the Green Army Men, but those are also in Toy Story. Oh yeah. And see, they're better in Toy Story. Wait, it was a crossover, no. wasn't it? Wasn't that? But the they were real Army Men in, in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, they weren't yeah. plastic. They were human, and they were not CGI. I mean, I oh, think some of I, I think like some of the yeah. explosions and stuff were, but I mean, they were played by real well, people, if, not. Well, speaking of Tom Hanks and bad animation, what about Polar Express? Could we watch that? Oh no! See, that was that was also Robert Zemeckis. <sighs> that was the Uncanny Valley. The Uncanny oh. Valley. I mean, that's they. I think, you know, unlike Shrek, which was perfect and continued to be perfect. Um, I think Tom Hanks animation got a little too confident with Polar Express mm. and it ended up just being a nightmare machine. Yeah, that Woody looked very wooden. Yeah. It was like I don't the nightmare think that before was Christmas, Woody. but without any of the fun. Well, and it was also, compute- I, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas was a whole different form of animation, right? No, I'm just saying I mean, it was a nightmare and it was before Christmas. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, what if we went back to old classic like Bosom Buddies and Philadelphia and some? Well, Bosom Buddies. You know what would be great? Movie. 
Tom mm-hmm. Hanks is in a lot of Saturday Night Live. We could just watch some old Saturday Night Lives. And guess who's in some of those Saturday Night Lives? Eddie Murphy. Robert Mike Zemeckis. Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy occasionally. I don't remember any hmm. skits with that guy in the mask from, what was it, Halloween? Or- no, he was okay. Really so you're getting confused again. Guys, yeah. guys, we've been over the, so Mike Myers was Shrek. Michael, Michael Myers, Myers. Is, a, is a serial killer ghoul. They're different. But yeah. don't you think on Mike Myers' birth certificate it says Michael Myers? I mean, it's probably, probably not really mm-hmm. Mike but, Myers. Yeah, but I, they're I don't different. know well enough to call him Mike, so I feel like it's a little informal. Well, we I think he goes Mr. by Mike. Or Mr. Myers. Mr. Myers. Mm-hmm. Or just Shrek. You might confuse him with his dad, Oscar, if you did that, though. So True. Uh, okay, but, so you know, you know what I, I think the solution is? What's that? Saturday we watch a uh, marathon of Shrek and Toy Story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's we'll, the only solution. Uh, we'll we'll stagger them. Okay. Howard, I think our house is haunted. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't know. I'm just really freaked out right now, and I I just you know I haven't said anything for a while because I don't want you to think I'm crazy or you know something. But I I I can't I can't stay I can't live here anymore. Well, I mean, is this just about that little area where you walk through and you feel the cold air? Because yeah. you know, our, our AC is on the fritz and it's like some of the other ducts are a little clogged up. And so it's just a little extra strong right there. So I think okay. that's probably all that is. I mean, I think there's rational explanation for that. But it, I, it fills me with a impending feeling of doom. Well, I mean, I've felt that way for the past four years, too, so... It's, I don't know if we can I, really that's blame why I ghost think it's haunted. I but I I feel I feel like that's why this house is haunted. I mean, yes, the cold spot, but I think also there's the creaking. I mean, all of the creaking. I can't sleep anymore because I just hear creaking all night. You you, you remember I'm I'm getting old now, right? And so like a lot of my joints are like like when I get up it's like a, a it's a bowl of rice krispies just snap crackle pop down my spine. So it could just okay. be that, you know, it might not necessarily be ghost. Okay, well what about what about the skeleton that hides in the closet? The skeleton I mean, I have opened the closet door on numerous occasions to find a skeleton and then I, you know, I scream and I slam the door and I run out of the house. And, you know, but I I just I don't know. That's scary. That's scary. Okay. I kind of get the feeling that this is your roundabout way of asking me about some of the skeletons in my closet. Is that Do you have literal it? skeletons in the closet? Figuratively, yes. Okay, but I'm seeing a real. I'm seeing a real skeleton. Like a human skeleton, or just yeah. Because there was that possum, remember, that got under the oh, house. Right. And I think it died somewhere. That's true. It might be the closet and there's just some bones there. I, I mean, I do, like, I see it really quick and then I slam the door and then run. Yeah. Um, I just assumed it was a human skeleton. It's, that's a natural thing to assume, right? That there'd be skeletons in closets. You hear Well, I mean, with the, the creaking and the cold spots and everything. Yeah. You yeah. know, I just assumed that was the skeleton of the ghost. Yeah, yeah. Well... I mean, that's the other thing that gets me. What does a ghost need a skeleton? I mean, well, no. I mean, but the the skeleton could be the the ghosts, like 
former oh, body like used to belong to the ghost right yeah i guess they gotta leave a skeleton somewhere i mean i, I mean I ghosts were people at some point like ghosts did have a body oh yeah i never really thought about it like that yeah okay so okay you think you can explain away everything okay what about the mirror in the bathroom yeah that's where we've been keeping it since we bought the house yeah right but every time i look in it i see the face of an old woman yeah that i've like, never seen that i see an old man sometimes long white hair yeah wrinkles yeah. and and you've been hearing that ghostly bark as well well, I mean, that that's the thing, like, the, the dog just barks at everything, like, she, she just barks at nothing. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen to her growl, like, she's just growling at the wall. Yeah, it's probably because she's scared of that old woman in the mirror. Or she smells bones. Dan, honey, come into the bathroom, we're about to play that prank again on our next door neighbors. Oh, that's so great. All right, I'm coming in. Hold uh, on, hold on, we should probably make the, we should probably play some more of those creaking sounds through the wall. Yeah, oh, let's, I've got it. the boom box here. Okay, and, and quick, blow some of the uh, the compressed air through the vents. We've got to make sure it's really cold and creaky before we show ourselves. Oh, this is so awesome. You know, it's great that you put that uh, video system in there so we can actually watch and see their reactions. Oh, it's so perfect. The live stream is going to be great. We're going to get getting so millions many of views. We're going to okay. be able to pay for our rent. And our medications. Uh, They're numerous. Yeah, this is amazing. You know what? Hey, rattle the chains. Rattle the chains. Oh, That'll the really chains. freak them out. Rattle, rattle, rattle. That's amazing. Yeah, this is great. Oh, I, good. She's coming. I can see her through the mirror. Here she comes. Oh. Howard, Howard, come in, come in, come in, right, come, right, come, right, right, come into the bathroom, come into the bathroom. I'm coming, I'm coming, all right, yeah, what's going on? Look, the old woman is back. Um, and do you hear the, the rattle, there's like rattling, creaking sounds. Clank, clank, clank. The old woman, Those, all I see in the mirror is the two of us, so. Okay, but you cannot be possibly saying that I am that old woman. No, no, no I, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Hey Brian, check this out. I got some plates. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like smash them in the bathtub. Here we go. Okay, now, ah! Do you hear the dishes? There are dishes crashing. I, I. Probably that damn dog. He's probably gotten into something there in the trash can. No, it sounds like the dishes are breaking in the bathtub, but there's nothing in there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I hear a sound. I don't see something that matches to that sound. So I'm now trying it's to. It's spectral. It's spe It's a ghost. Oh, it's spectral, like in the UV range or okay. the infrared. I, Howard, are you are seeing and hearing this, right? Well, I'm hearing, but I'm not seeing. Hey, Brian, hit number three on the iPad there. And press. Whoa. Howard. Yeah. That was a ghost sound. Or you know, it's windy out. Yeah, wind makes that the noise. Not, that was not the wind. Hold it on, was coming from the laundry, the hit pantry. Four. And play. You're going to die. Okay, I I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't live here. I think it's working. They seem I can't live freaked here. out. We may have um, taken it too far. Howard, it just said the ghost just said 
we're going to die. I mean, I think we need to call an old priest and a young priest and move and just sell this house because I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. We're finally going to have our double condo of our dreams. That statement's not an incorrect statement. We are going to die. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know what's scary about that. But what? Damn it. You're going to die soon if you don't leave. Is that Listen, clear enough? Oh, that's really, that's really interesting. That, that seems not very ghost-like at all. What? What does it? What does it sound like? I mean, well, it's a I, it's a, a voice coming from the ether, threatening yeah, but, to kill us. Yeah, usually ethereal things are kind of vague, and that was pretty specific. Like, yes, the ghost wants to kill us. But how can a ghost kill you if they're not of the material world? I don't understand. I don't know. I I I don't know. That's why I think we need to just. Dan, hit the Call one that tells the them specialist. about the skeleton and why we kept it around. Okay. Here we go. We're going to use our former bodies, the skeletons, to kill you. Howard, what does it take to, just, like, this is a ghost that is saying that its body is here. That's probably what the dog is upset about. Smelling the bones. It wants to kill us. The creaking was not your bones. It was the creaking of this old ghostly skeleton. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I, okay. Yeah. You can, I you mean, know what? You can live here. I'm going to leave. I, I mean, hearing you connect a lot of dots here. I mean, hearing you connect a lot of dots, but they're talking about, they're going to make their the, bones. They're talking. Who is talking? There's just voices. I don't, you know how frustrating it is for you to just like not believe what is happening around you? I'm just, I'm just, I'm not she trying to argue a lot. I'm not trying to attribute it to any particular thing. I heard voices again. I don't feel like there were ghost voices because they were awfully specific and not woo woo woo. Hold on, enough. I've got this, Dan. I've okay, go for so, it. Right. Woo, Which number? Woo woo. If you don't leave soon, you will die. Okay, I'm leaving. I so again. You I think can this live. Is, Awfully you can live specific. It's awfully you, specific. Okay. Like, well, you know what? You can live here with your awfully specific ghosts that are threatening to kill you in a very specific way. I am leaving. I just Goodbye. I feel like there's some little Scooby Doo thing going on here. That's fine. <laughs> so, Brian, um, how was the Furry Olympics? I mean, you danced. You did the so opening. Well, uh huh. Until... I mean, you saw it on TV. I appreciate, like, pretending you didn't. Well, I mean, I... When my tail got caught... Yeah. It, it, it got it, caught in the, in the fan. Yeah. It felt like a part of me was torn from my body that day. It, it was hard to watch. Mm -hmm. um, all of that artificial fur and... and um, polyfill just flying all over well i mean the confetti was there to celebrate but it it, it wasn't a celebration right that. yeah um i just i guess i have you know you practiced that dance so many times and it looked so good why did you decide to do it on a fan boat at the last minute 
everyone around me was just saying, you know, what's your hook? Like anybody can dance with a tail and they just made it seem like I wasn't good enough. And I, I just stopped believing in myself. So you decided to add props. I I went for the (laughs) props. Well, another prop. Some said my tail was a prop. At the furry convention? Yeah, they're awfully The Furry Olympics? Yeah. Because they said I wasn't a real furry. And either I had um, to, like, hole ass it or jump off the fan boat. And I just, I figured that seemed easier. You know what that, I mean, I gotta say that makes me very mad. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm by no means an expert in furry culture. But your tail dances are what attracted them to you mm-hmm. you know and um it, the I fact think... that they bullied you into having a prop and a but okay but i gotta say did you choose the fan boat because a giant fan um just really didn't i mean i i don't know why it that well, it was supposed to work almost like a helicopter. I thought my tail would spin enough times because of the fan that I would like mm. float above it. No, but it just, just sucked levitate. it right in. It, it was going the opposite direction. Yeah. I mean, and, and I would, I also think it would have maybe made sense if you were doing some sort of interpretive dance about the Florida Everglades um, or well, maybe alligator conservation or something like that. Alligator but... furries. They appreciated it. But right, but your your dance was about freedom. Freedom for furries to do as they please. Yeah, I just you know what again that you know what there's no point at the at this point. We can play the what if game all, but you know I. I'll still never get my tail back. Well, we could build a new one. So, Dan, I think we little, went a little too far, you know, with your 12-foot-long hair there. And you were picking up government secrets. Uh, yeah. Probably should not have put them out on WikiLeaks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're after me now. Yeah. And they can probably track me through this thing. Yeah, I know. I, I wonder if we could wrap some tinfoil around it or something so it's That's a good idea. I mean, if we had just like 12 feet of tinfoil wrapped around you, well, like this thing is hair. really curly, so we'll have to like get something pretty thick. Yeah, and then that way they couldn't pick up the signal, but it might block the signals for you, and we'd really miss out on free CNN and free cable we've been getting from it. You know what I should do though, since I have the mind powers and since I can predict everything beforehand, uh, I should just send out a signal to the people that are tracking us, and I should just tell them uh, to go to Chuck E. Cheese instead. Let me put yeah. it out that strong signal. Yeah. Go to Chuck E. Cheese instead. That's a great idea. General Major Lawrence, sir, are you suddenly having a craving for terrible pizza and creepy robotic animals? You know, it's very interesting that you say that because yes, the answer is yes. Oh. Um, and then the other weird thing is that our tracking uh you know, our device that tracks the, uh, the, the one with the dot and the beeping. That's the one. Um, it's flickering on and off. And I, I kind of worry that they might've realized that they could use tinfoil to block the signal. No, 
I thought we put but, enough things out into the media to make fun of people who do that, that no one would try it. Well, that was our hope. But, um, but here's the other good news. They will no longer be able to use Wi-Fi. You know what, uh, Howard, I'm, I'm doing this, but I can't get a signal on my phone anymore. Oh, yeah. I think we're the tinfoil is interfering with that. We're getting zero bars on our Wi-Fi. Yeah, I was just on a Zoom call and it cut it out. It totally cut it. out. It's so weird. Yeah. So, well, how are we going to, I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know, know where we are. To yeah, I mean, I don't want them to find us, but. But I, I want to be able to find our way out of this. Yeah, and I want to be able to use free Wi-Fi and get free cable. Exactly. And, and I mean, the mic control is kind of cool, too. Yeah, I know you've been watching forensic files off of my antenna here for yeah. like the last four weeks. Yeah. Um, it's, you know what? Let's take the tinfoil off. Okay. And see if that, yeah, Wi-Fi is clearing up. Oh, yeah. So we've got that hypothesis checked. Well, the problem is we'll be tracked now. So you know what I think I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to concentrate. I'm going to have all the otters in the world. They're going to attack the people that are following us. Yeah. And send out some ducks, too. Oh, yeah. Some ducks. Yeah. Hey, and send in the clowns. Clowns it is. And Commander you know Brian, can I see you in my office immediately? Yes, General Major Lawrence, sir. <clears throat> you may have noticed that there are otters uh, surrounding the base. This and, is what we've uh, been preparing for all these years, isn't it? I think it's time for Operation Pluck the Chicken. And we are going to activate the hair removal. Perfect. Okay, if, I'll get the lasers primed. And then just with the hit of this button, that hair will be uh, extracted. Hey, Howard, did you see a flash from the sky? Yeah, I, I'm kind of... Hey, my hair's gone. Here. Oh, what? Oh, here. Look, it fell off. Holy crap. All 12 feet of it. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to stare at your left ear for no reason. Hey, everybody. Uh, movie night again. Uh, so I... Just decided to bite the bullet, and uh, we I rented Cat in the Hat. Which iteration? The only one that matters, the one with Mike Myers. Okay, good, good, good. Because that cartoon version is... It doesn't have enough Mike Myers. Well, it's and also just the, the animation, it's... it's so hand-drawn you like know something from the 60s or 70s it's like come on people get with the program it looks like something somebody spent hours and hours and hours trying to like make I it know, look good but, and they just did it but it's like two-dimensional you know yeah, yeah. 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 my imagination to think about that third dimension mm -hmm. and it doesn't have enough donkeys in it yeah or donkeys no yeah thanks for saying that right and this is mike myers like not the one from those movies with the killers and right ask right the other one yeah the however they have made a Shrek. bunch of those recently so you'll be happy to know that yeah i want to watch some of those mike myers movies did any of the halloween movies have any animation i don't think so there was the one in space unless no they filmed that in space they did that yeah was on, that was practical yeah right yeah. It's, it's really expensive to animate space. It's much better just to go there and film. Yeah. 
I don't know if that's right, but I mean, honestly, though, I I just feel like if it doesn't have a lot of CGI and special like special makeup and stuff like that, why why watch it? Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's just like everyday world, like that's where I'm living. I'm trying to get away from there. And and I mean, like CGI is so much more realistic than it used to be. Uh, I just feel like for the amount of money that they spend to make these movies, like we ought to watch them. We owe them that, right? Right. I mean, like I mean, they have thousands of people working on them now. So many people that they have to pay. I mean, we need to see these movies to keep food on their plates. Okay, so we're in agreement. I'll rent the Emoji Movie next weekend. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wait, that's all CGI. Is it? It's the sequel where Mike Myers visits and kind of just like. I don't think Mike Myers. Emojis. I don't think Mike Myers is in this one though. So I will say that could. That's throw a, downer, a wrench in things. Yeah, that's a downside there. That's I mean, granted, it is CGI and the animation is great because it is post-Shrek animation. Yeah, it is post-Shrek. Uh, the only thing is Mike Myers hasn't done a whole lot since, you know, like Shrek 4. I mean, once you've done the greatest mm-hmm. thing a human can accomplish, why bother right. doing anything right. else? Why you just go take naps after that? Yeah, it's only well, what, downhill from the top of the mountain. What about Eddie Murphy? Has there been any, any uh, Eddie Murphy vehicles since Shrek? Uh, Pluto Nash. Well, that's Mm. the other one they filmed in space. Was that the one with the giant head? Yes. Yes. That wasn't wasn't CGI, I don't think, because there are pictures of them driving it down the California highway. And and so that, that, I just think that that was- That takes me out of it. That was elaborate prop work, yeah. So Pluto Nash, now is that like, that's the cousin of Ogden Nash, the poet. Is that the one that we're talking about here? No, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. I didn't actually see it because, again, just no CGI. Um, oh, it, yeah. There was Haunted Mansion. But again, those were real ghosts. Yeah. I weren't. I don't know. They weren't CGI. Yeah, yeah I was on the ride. I was at the Haunted Mansion at Disney, and you look in the mirror, and they're right there. Yeah, and no, ghosts, that... you have to pay scale, so. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's accurate. I th- I think that was just really good CGI, guys. That would be expensive compared to just paying scale to ghosts. But that's exactly why we would need to watch it, right? If it was CGI, the, think of the people who who worked on it. Yeah. I mean, they're starving. I mean, we got to feed their families. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility on just us doing movie night. Listen, absorbing culture is not you know, for the week, okay? This is a serious thing.